I don't know what that document was quoting because Hank Hesslinger in the documentary using the mouth which is his and not another person's mouth says 1994. But anyway, this document says 1995. Um, and in the process of talking to the team which Hesslinger was part of, the minister said, I am a member of the National Executive Committee and then promised the team unlimited access to budgetary resources which will even enable them to travel the world. Now, Herslinger is not a uh, even at the time of being interviewed, it's not a constable who, has ju who had just uh, um, graduated from a basic police training. A senior police officer who should know best that as far as operational issues are concerned, deciding on whether to open or close investigations. That is the province of the National Commissioner. It's not the responsibility of the minister. I know what he was describing. He's describing things that I heard about how policing used to be done before 1994. He was not describing what we did. We ran ethical governance in the Ministry of Safety and Security and in the Department of Safety and Security. Mufamadi also stressed that former DA leader Tony Leon was the one who requested the reopening of the case of activist Stompy Sebae. I've heard people say, why is five of us only saying this for the f now after Comrade Winnie has passed on? that she was found to be innocent after an investigation, which he does say he opened the investigation at the request of Tony Leon, the leader then of the Democratic Party, which later became the DA. So they say, why is he only talking now? But five of us said in the interview, I went to the Truth Commission and said this to the Truth Commission in 1997. Why is it difficult to, to understand that he has said this? Where are our listening skills? He said this in 1997. And he also said he opened this thing at the request of Tony Leon. I don't know if Tony Leon uh, has whispered a denial, but I know that he has not denied that. He can't deny that because he went to Vakhtes asking uh, 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 five of us to open the investigation. But then there are others whose concern is of a different kind. They say, but why did Comrade Sidney man allow the apartheid police to investigate Mama? Uh, so there must be a law for the ANC and a law for non-ANC. 
you can be uh, you can in all seriousness be asking that uh, uh, there are people who must not be investigated Sidney Mufamadi when he was Minister of Safety and Security, if somebody went to the Commissioner and made allegations, the Commissioner would be dismissed for not having the, uh, investigated those allegations. Mufmadi also says that he received a call from EFF Commander-in-Chief Julius Malema last night. He says Malema told him that when he addressed the claims in the documentary during his briefing, he should do it in such a way that it doesn't cause more fighting. Mufmadi says that he was receptive to Malema's advice. You can talk to Goldstone, he's still alive. I'm sure, I'm sure, because I want to accept the bona fides of the producer of the documentary, I'm sure they did not know this part. Because they would have known that maybe five of us would have given them a more reliable uh, account than to anchor a chilling finding on a person whose place in history is the one that I've just outlined. And as I say, because it's, it's not information we thought could be shared in the way I'm now being forced to share it. Except that if people were, 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 were watchful, they would have said, what are the truth commissioners saying? You know what I mean? What are the truth commissioners saying about Hank Hessling? So I still maintain that those of us who fought for the liberation of this country alongside Comrade Winnie are the authorities on what happened and why it happened. We could have helped, well, we could have helped the cause of truth. We could have served the cause of truth, not by suppressing the others, Give them the right to lie, if this, that is the right they want to enjoy. But we could have helped by also putting a perspective that is intended to ensure that people know the truth, because it is this truth which will safeguard the gains that were made by our people uh, in the long struggle that they were waging. Because, you know, these generations I'm talking about, they are going. Please feed them the truth, because if you don't feed, I'm talking about the, coming, the younger generation, feed them the truth, because if you don't feed them the truth, they will destroy their own country. They will tear each other apart. Why should we do Stratcom's job? And that was uh, former Safety and Security Minister Sidney Mufamadi. And joining us on the line now is a documentary uh, filmmaker of the documentary Winnie. And uh, the producer and director of that is French filmmaker Pascal Lamche. Thanks for joining us on Update at Noon. Hello, you've been cut off. Ms. Lamche, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, now I can hear you, yes. Thank you so much for joining us here on Update at Noon. Let me first start uh, by asking you about uh, what Mr. Mufamadi had to say during that press briefing and, um, you know, also questioning your ethics in uh, the approach as to not speaking to him or others who may have been implicated during this documentary whilst they are still alive. 
Sorry, what's your, what's your question? The question is, uh, Mr. Mufamadi actually questioned your ethics in not approaching him uh, while portraying him and others who may still be alive in a certain way while they are still alive. What is your response to that? Well, I'm, my response to the entire press um, briefing, which I which thing, where uh, were handed out uh, a number of uh, chilling revelations um, from the documentary, some of which were 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 wrong. So I'm not quite sure who researched and, and put that piece of paper together. But overall, uh, Mr. Musumadi's briefing um, seemed to suggest that he had no real knowledge of of uh, an immense operation to investigate uh, Winnie Mandela that was um, uh, inaugurated in 1995 when he was Minister of, of, uh, of Safety and Security uh, under Police Commissioner George Fivers. Um, George Fivers was on television on ENCA not, not, not long ago suggesting... Finger, who was um, head of the murder and robbery squad in Soweto in the 80s and uh, in 1994, and was then one of the key investigators uh, for obvious reasons into all the allegations against Winnie Mandela. And, these, and this inve- investigation team went to Zambia, it went to Britain for two months uh, under Colonel Moodley. It, um, it, had a, it had a large budget in order to, to, to run. Um, um, Linger, who was, who, was, who was central to this investigation, um, says that he was asked by uh, George Fiveverse, the commissioner, to come and meet with the minister so that they would receive their instructions um, to reinvestigate um, uh, all the allegations against William Mandela. Uh, and this, in fact, did take place. Um, and in, in the press briefing today, when, when I asked also uh, some questions of the former min- minister, um, such as did he know Henk Heslinger, had he met him at the Goldstone Commission, which um, he agreed he had, um, uh, I, I wondered why in the press briefing he seemed to be conflating um, Stratcom with, um, uh, with detective work at the murder and robbery squad. And it seemed to me... Mr. Fivers, um, uh, in his interview, when he suggested that he he, he knew Henk Heslinger um, personally, but he, he he wasn't quite sure he could remember whether he'd been part of this investigation. So that that, that raised my suspicions to begin with. Uh, and then today, uh, when when Mr. Muthamadi suggested right the way through the briefing that Henk Heslinger was a discredited um, uh, uh, detective who had sort of invaded his way into the Goldstone Commission, etc., etc. It, it suggested to me that um, uh, there was an attempt to discredit um, anything that Henk Heslinger could say um, and, and, by extension, then discredit a very important documentary which goes into detail um, on a, on, in, in a number of areas um, about the ways in which um, Winnie Mandela was uh, targeted um, first by Stratcom, and, and the film for the first time uh, interview with the director of Stratcom, who explains very clearly what Stratcom was about. But of course, the film also then goes uh, and, and, and goes 
into the the the, the history of things that that were, were were taking place. Very important historical and political um, matters for this country that that were were taking place in in the run up to the release of Nelson Mandela and. It- period between 1990 and the first, finally, the first democratic elections. Are you so still on? Would, can you still hear me? I can still hear you. So with the benefit yeah. of hindsight now and yeah. um, what was actually ventilated during today's press briefing, yeah. uh, do you still stand by the approach that you went with? Do you think you should have approached the likes of Mufamadi, Fivers and everybody else who were implicated, you know, either directly or indirectly? I stand by everything that's in the documentary because um, Mr. Mufamadi today um, uh, acknowledged that um, it was true. Um, so yes, I stand by that. I did apologize to Mr. Mufamadi because yes, I should have um, contacted him um, and got his side of the story. But another journalist did do that here more recently um, and uh, she was not I don't believe um, given um, uh, much information to go on uh, today's press uh, briefing was uh, was the first time uh, and considering that um, the film was actually shown for the first time in South Africa in June 2017 and that there was an ANC minister in present in, 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 in you know in the audience it was the first time that Winnie Mandela saw the film it was a very large audience. It was the premiere in June um, 2017. Considering that um, it must have been known about since then, mm. um, um, it's, it, there, there, is a, there, there is a certain amount of, of, of misunderstanding going around at the moment, as though the film has just been made and just been aired. Just a um, final question, know. Pascal. Um, uh, the clip uh, where um, the, the Stratcoms uh, part of it, where uh, Tandega Kubule and Anton Harbour and uh, others are mentioned. I'm talking about the clip that Huffington Post actually put up. Was that part of your documentary? And if so, it wasn't part of the documentary. It was not part of your documentary. I I haven't seen that clip. I haven't seen that clip. Um, But what happened was um, after the um, after the premiere of the film um, in June 2017, I was um, invited to, to do an interview, a joint interview between um, Mama Winnie and myself for the Huffington Post. And during that interview, um, you know, it was a long interview, and I'm afraid I haven't seen it um, as a whole. I have seen one element, uh, which was when I was describing how um, uh, um, how Jerry Richardson was paid whilst he was in jail serving um, a life sentence for the killing of Stompy Sipe, um, how he was paid for uh, information that he had given the apartheid police um, uh, before the end of apartheid, if you see what I mean. And this is a question that I also put to Sidney Mufmadi today, and he acknowledged um, uh, the truth of that. Um, um, that uh, there would have been nothing wrong with paying um, uh, an agent of the apartheid state um, in in 1995 uh, for information um, which uh, was part of the investigation into um, Winnie Mandela. Well, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. That was French filmmaker Pascal Lamche, and she's, of course, the producer and director of the documentary Winnie. And joining us on the line now is SABC's economics editor and uh, a former uh, then, at least she used to be then, with the Weekly Mail, a reporter for that establishment, Tanega Kubule. Tanega, thanks for speaking to us on uh, Updated Noon. Now, first and foremost, 
has this media briefing this morning at least addressed some of your concerns? Not yet. I mean, I need formal, legal, pristine, factual information from the um, intelligence sources, intelligence agencies, which must go to the courts and which must completely expunge this absolute nonsense that has been settled about me. And um, it, I need it in that kind of pristine, factual, evidential form so that um, it never comes back again and so that it never happens to other people in this fashion again. So, um, apart from that, uh, would you pursue, will, will you will you be pursuing legal action against Huffington Post because yes. they were after all the yes. ones who posted that clip? Already, my lawyers and I have already met with Huffington Post, and um, they will be hearing from us by the close of business today. Um, and um, so are the um, lawyers of the EFF going to be hearing from us. And um, we are also pursuing a number of other people for criminal injury charges because um, a colleague in the media informed me two weeks before Mama died that um, she was working on exposing me as a spy. Are you able to tell us uh, whether that person is within SABC, broader media, print, electronic? Are you able to divulge any light on who this may be? No, not, not yet. And uh, with regard to the EFF, uh, will it be a criminal injuria charge against the EFF or will it be individuals within the party? Well, it was a, a, that statement issued by Lisa um, Clinton Closey was defamatory in the extreme. Well, we leave it there for now. Thank you so much, uh, Tandega Kubule, who is the economics editor. And uh, she was, of course, a former Weekly Mail reporter.